Hello, everybody. So, the Trump indictment. Why does the Trump indictment make election security that much more important than it was previously? Interesting question, right? Well, here's the thing. Number one, they had enough problems if Trump ever got back in the White House. But now, think about this. They have now set precedent to go after a former president or political opponents, even with no case, no crime, we could target political enemies. And what would that mean if Trump was to ever get himself back into the White House again? Think about that. Um, Before we continue, first, a word from today's podcast sponsor. Yes, I'm aware it says video. I still have yet to fix it. Um, And for those of you who are watching this on Rumble YouTube or BitChute, once again, my apologies for lack of video. As I said in uh, the last episode of the show, I just rescued a puppy. And now my whole schedule is a little bit screwed up as I'm getting her comfortable in her new forever home. Um, But by Monday, I will be back to shooting actual video and my podcast shows will be the same as they are now. Um, Anyway, here's today's sponsor. Today's video sponsor is Augusta Precious Metals. Is the Biden economy hurting your 401k or IRA? Well, help us on the way. Request the free gold IRA guide that persuaded Mark Levin to diversify his retirement with gold and precious metals. According to Mark, they won't just sell you, they'll educate you so you can make your own decision. Many of my supporters love Augusta Precious Metals and you will too. Get yourself the free gold IRA guide at kofefi.click forward slash IRA. kofefi.click forward slash IRA. Okay, I'm back. I know you guys all missed me. Just kidding. Uh, Anyway, so I don't know how many of you remember, but how many times have we heard Donald Trump say, it's not me thereafter, it's you. I'm just standing in the way. Well, pretty much like everything else he says, as much as it sounds like hyperbole or uh, an over-embellishment or over-exaggeration of the truth, it seems that the more true the statement really is. Uh, They're not after Trump per se. I mean, they are, but it's us who they're truly after. And, you know, as if the point that I made before 
uh, the Augusta Precious Metal infomercial uh, sponsor um, segment. Uh, this whole Trump situation, they have to steal the election now. How do you not do that? Because if this guy gets back in the White House with the precedent that they've now set, they're all in trouble. And the difference is that they have actually committed crimes, provable crimes. I mean, just even take Hunter Biden, just the stuff that the dopey bastard put on the laptop. Now, how many things that the Biden family were up to and others that weren't on the laptop? You know, I find it hard to believe that the worst of the crimes that they've committed would have been on the laptop. I would imagine that the things that Hunter Biden viewed the least significant were probably the things that we know about. So the question is, is what don't we know about? And what would happen to the Biden family and others now with this new precedent set by Fatso D.A. Bragg? Kind of interesting. So... You then have to ask yourself, why, if they control everything, would they ever allow that to happen? And the answer is obviously they wouldn't. And, you know, I know up until the Trump indictment that a lot of people thought, you know, they're not going to steal the election because now we know. And they'll get caught as if they didn't get caught in the last two elections without any consequence whatsoever. And as if we didn't all or a majority of us know what they did and how they did it. Next time, all they have to do is start arresting people who are asking questions. And don't think that they won't do it. Look what they just did to a billionaire, former president of the United States without a crime, right? Um, and this isn't even a complicated legal situation. Uh, it's as simple as even if the things they alleged happened, which they didn't, by the way. The statute of limitations is two years. And even if they wanted to pull something out of their rear ends and try to make it into some federal statute, which they don't have the authority to do, but that's kind of neither here nor there. Um, well, that's only five years. So, Facts no longer matter. And for as long as facts no ma longer matter, and the courts are as corrupt as they obviously are, what would be in the way of stopping them from incarcerating anybody who questioned the integrity of the next election? And, you know, look at how much of a threat these January 6th political prisoners were.
Now, just to be clear, there were some people who, me personally, I doubt were even Trump supporters, that acted badly and vandalized the Capitol building. And those people, for the crime that they did, should have been punished in a way that was fair. Not the nonsense that we witnessed. Now, most of the people that they charged and did, in fact, stick in prison, Jacob Chansley, just a for instance. I mean, really, what did that guy do wrong? He was invited into the Capitol by the police. He kept and helped keep people orderly. He followed the direction at all times of law enforcement. He thanked law enforcement. He said a prayer with and for law enforcement. Yet they sentenced him to four years and destroyed his life by now labeling him as a felon, which is something that will carry around with him for the rest of his life. Now, don't think that there was anything so special about Jacob Chansley that they would do that to you, to him, but they won't do that to you. We also now have an even more current example with the Donald Trump indictment. Now, do I think that Donald Trump will ever see the inside of a jail cell or be convicted? Absolutely not. I don't think there's even the slightest chance of that. Nonetheless, mostly because he's got access to the quality of lawyers that none of us could afford. If we ended up in the situation he was in, we'd end up like Jacob Chansley, uh, not Donald Trump. You know, when you take a good look at how a guy like Jacob Chansley was treated, uh, pretty much they coerce you into accepting a terrible plea deal because if you don't accept that plea deal, they'll you know, withhold exculpatory evidence from you and make whatever case they feel like making in front of the jury. And you'll end up getting really screwed. And, you know, a lot of the times people end up taking deals that they should never take, but sometimes it's safer than risking what could happen at a trial. You know, the thing about a trial is anything could happen. Uh, you really don't know. And it doesn't matter how good that your case is, there's always a chance that you could lose. And there's always a chance that someone guilty can win. Um, you know, take a case like the O.J. Simpson case, for instance. Look at that. I mean, I think most people agree that O.J. Simpson is guilty of murder. Um, yet, he wasn't convicted. He was acquitted. So, it's, it's not always about what you can and cannot prove. It's usually and almost always what you can and cannot convince the jury of. And depending on who the jury is and how that selection process goes, and even, uh, you know, where 
it is geographically, could have a great impact on how the case turns out. It's not always only about the facts. You know, look at, once again, a case like Jacob Chansley. What was the... Uh, what was the possible explanation as to why you gave that guy four years? For what? He didn't break anything. He didn't even really act disorderly. He said some stuff loudly through a megaphone. I mean, he prayed in a... He prayed. Um, he was very courteous and um, listened to the police. What did the guy do? You know, you could maybe make the case that, okay, he was trespassing, despite the fact that he was invited in by the police. I mean, the police are supposed to be there to prevent people from trespassing, which they could have very easily said to Jacob, hey, listen, uh, if you enter, then we're going to arrest you. And you know what? Had they said that, the guy would probably never have entered the building. Uh, he probably would have stayed outside and said his prayer and took his photos and did whatever. But that's not how it happened. And so you have to ask yourself, what would happen if we end up going into 2024 with everything that the Democrats have to lose? There is no way, in my opinion, that they would ever chance losing the election. And we all know that they're not too moral to not steal an election. They, you know, already have right before our very eyes, twice in a row. And with each time that they've done it, makes it that much worse for them. They were already in a terrible situation with all the fake impeachments, the fake investigations, Bob Mueller, uh, you know, uh, four years of subversion and acts of treason during the first four years of the Trump presidency. And then it continued on and on and on. And now, as if it wasn't bad enough what happened in 2022 and Arizona and all the nonsense that we've seen, now you have a former president indicted without a crime and even the alleged crime is past the statute of limitations. That didn't stop him. And he's also the front runner so now you could clearly take out your political opponents if you don't like them with some bogus trumped-up charge just to get rid of them. Uh, well, if that guy was to ever step foot in that White House again, what do you think the first thing he would do? And something to think about. He wouldn't have to worry about re-election now, would he? Because... He's already done four years. So a second four years, he doesn't have to worry about what public perception is of anything. He just needs to do what he needs to do for America at that point. So there's zero reason why Donald Trump wouldn't give them the same exact treatment that they just gave him. And with the standard that they've just set, almost anything goes. And that would pretty much mean that a majority of the people in government today and 
pretty much the whole past Obama administration, which is pretty much now the Biden administration, would probably be incarcerated. So that means that our only shot of getting our guy back in the White House, because let's face it, we all know that he has enough votes to get in. But how would you ever have enough votes to um, outvote the algorithm in the machines? They control everything. They have the media. They have a majority of the politicians in both parties. Uh, just look, even look at Florida, which are Republicans, um, a state that voted very heavily for Trump. He won the state. And they just recently changed the resign to run law just for Ron DeSantis, which, by the way, you know, guys like Raheem Kassam and Laura Loomer, um, they all said that Ron DeSantis was working behind the scenes with the rhinos to have that law changed just so he can run and not resign. Now, whether you like Ron DeSantis, you don't like Ron DeSantis, you like or dislike Raheem Kassam or Laura Loomer, it's all irrelevant. You know, I think most of us should agree that resign to run laws are pretty good laws. I mean, if we elect you for a four-year position, I think the least that you could do is give the voters who gave you their vote the four-year term that they supported you for. And if you didn't intend on doing the four years when you ran, maybe you should have ran on that. Hey, I'm Ron DeSantis, and I'd like to be your governor until I can run for president, and then screw you, I'm going to ditch you, sell books, and spend most of my time uh, running for president instead of managing your state. Why didn't he run on that? You think he would have won? You think people would have given him money? No. Nope. Uh... So, they have the media, they have the corrupt courts, they have a majority of the politicians, they have the FBI, they have the CIA, they have the rest of the three-letter agencies, they have the White House. We have the House, but do we really have the House? Uh, Kevin McCarthy so far has done all the things he said that he would do, but is he really trustworthy? In my opinion, I think no. He hasn't earned my trust anyway. I mean, maybe he earned yours, uh, but for me, it's a big no so far. And, you know, the Senate, I mean, Mitch McConnell, I mean, good Lord, and he's in the minority, although... I think it might be pretty even because right now I think Feinstein is still out. Uh, there's word that uh, John Fetterman, who we don't even know if it's really John. It could be Joe Betterman. Who knows at this point? I mean, anything's really possible, right? Um, he's supposedly coming back. Mitch McConnell, I don't know what the deal is with him. 
I mean, we might have to, we might have to request a photo to even see if he's still alive. I mean, it worked for, uh, worked for John, right? Mr. Fetterman or Joey Betterman or whatever the hell you want to call him. Uh, you know, we, we had to do a uh, wellness check on him to make sure he was still alive. So maybe Mitch McConnell, the turtle fuck, uh, you know, maybe he should do the same or he should just resign. I mean, how nice would that be? The way it is right now with a Mitch McConnell, it's like the Democrats have the majority and the minority. Uh, and then, like I said, you got Kevin McCarthy, uh, in the house. That doesn't make me feel very comfortable. Um, so it's pretty much Trump and his supporters against the world at this point. And, uh, you've got to ask yourself if you were in their shoes, what would you do? Uh, I know if I was in their shoes, there is not a chance that I would even risk allowing Donald Trump back in that White House. And you got to keep in mind, I know a lot of people seem to think that, well, we were able to pull off the win in 2016. So there's got to be a way we could do it again in 2024. We just need to surprise them again or whatever, do ballot harvesting and all these other tricks that they're doing. And in all honesty, that sounds good on paper, but in practice, I don't see that working. I think the one thing that we had on our side in 2016 that we currently don't have is... In 2016, the media was overly confident that they had the power to actually influence the thinking of the American people who actually saw through the media nonsense and bias. The other factor is a majority of the Trump people at the time considered themselves to be the silent majority because nobody wanted to really be bullied and lose their jobs and every other thing that was being done to the Trump supporters. So most people weren't willing to admit that they were Trump supporters. So when they were asked questions in polls, they didn't tell the truth or they didn't answer. Uh, yet the Democrats were loud and proud about who they were supporting. Satan, I mean, Hillary, uh, and I think we caught the media with their pants down. Don't think that they didn't learn from that mistake and don't think that they'll ever allow that to happen again. Uh, they almost got completely screwed in that. And ever since that, all the things that they did after that, trying to destroy Donald Trump and us, they, by no means can they even risk the possibility of that scenario. That would be the end of them. And I don't mean for a little while. I mean for good. Um, and I just, I don't see them risking that. But that's really all I have to say here. If you would, do me a favor, like and share this podcast video or wherever the hell you're watching it. 
help support us by checking out the sponsors below in the description. You might have to click the more button. Uh, and don't forget to check out Augusta Precious Metals. If you have an IRA and 401k, uh, whether you know it or not, it's tied to the stock market. And the very people out to destroy us are the people who control the stock market. Uh, if you didn't know how dishonest they were, you know, the Trump indictment, hopefully that shows exactly how far they're willing to take this. Um, I wouldn't put my hard-earned money in their hands. So do whatever you can to secure your retirement, your future. It's a free gold IRA guide. doesn't cost you a thing. You can get it at kofefi.click forward slash IRA. It's free. Don't hesitate. A lot of you have done it. And a lot of, I'm going to be getting a lot of thank yous in the next couple months because wait until you guys see what happens next. Good night. I'll see you next time.